0: Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills.
1: There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that
0: exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
2: Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court.
3: SportsGrid.com Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com
1: Pharrell has taken over. Let's go It's Pharrell. Coast to coast! Stakes, chicks, stacks. You
4: and I are gonna make a lot of money. It's Pharrell, Coast to Coast.
1: It's Pharrell, coast to coast, in the biggest way possible, right here on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Good to have you with us on a Wednesday. Carver High in for Scotty, as always, on Wednesdays. Joe Lisi, go for the two, joins me momentarily as we get you set. Big show today. Lots of live baseball going on right now. Plenty of football talk and more. We'll start with the birthday roll call, as always. The Zinger, 28 years old today. Kristaps Porzingis, Grady Sizemore, 41. Paul grasmanis 49. Fernando Smith, 52. Tony Amonti, 53. Cedric Sabalos, 54. Tim Wakefield, 57. John Cullen, 59. And Ed West at 62. A little lackluster birthday roll call today, aside from, of course, the Zinger. Uh, getting involved. Happy 28th to you. Uh, We, of course, uh, lots of baseball, as I mentioned. That's where we will start today in the first hour uh, as we have several games going on this afternoon. One of them just wrapped up. The Braves 12-5 win over the Angels down in Atlanta as they take two out of three there. Uh, The homers were back today for the Braves. Riley, uh, Acuna homered. uh, Olsen hit another homer. Uh, So every night uh, you get Three homers, at least, from the Braves. You just got to be able to pick which ones uh, are actually going to get across the line for you. Tigers lead the Pirates 6-2 right now. They go to last licks in the bottom of the ninth. Uh, Guardians and Astros two two, coming off of the Fromber Valdez no-hitter last night for Houston. Uh, what a day for the Astros, huh? They trade for Justin Verlander, and Valdez throws a no-hitter uh, on the same day. So pretty good for them. Uh, And the Padres and the Rockies are going to get going in a couple of minutes. Me and Joe will give you the numbers there. Red Sox and the Mariners also an afternoon start out in Seattle. We will talk about all the fallout from the trade deadline yesterday, including the Verlander stuff. Uh, We also have uh, Max Scherzer talking about what the Mets plans are. That was real nice of Max. The Mets send him on his way, gets to go to somebody who can win this year. And then he has to basically uh, spill the beans on their entire plan for the next three years. That was nice of him. I'm sure the Mets were very appreciative of Max Scherzer laying out uh, on the table for all the teams to know uh, what the Mets plan on doing. Uh, Very nice of him indeed. uh, As They got rid of Verlander as well, went to Houston, and several other spare parts they pawned off. So we will hear from Scherzer uh, today. Brian Cashman with the Yankees, who did uh, nothing, uh, as usual. They lost to the Rays again, as usual. Uh, but he's going to tell you here on Coast to Coast today that the Yankees are still in it to win it. Right. Sure you are. Uh, also, Phillies big ninth inning off of David Robertson last night in Miami. Santander with the Grand Slam for the Orioles as they keep winning. And Cody Bellinger and the Cubs went bonkers at Wrigley against Cincinnati. We have updated odds to win the World Series today after the trade deadline. AL and NL Cy Youngs, which are, uh, you know, those are very much up for grabs. The MVP races, you could say, are maybe over. Uh, especially when you look at the odds boards, but not the Cy Young. Uh, There are some things to be decided there. Lots of games tonight, uh, including the Phillies and the Marlins again. Maybe the Marlins can get off the deck tonight. Uh, Same with the Jays at home against the Orioles. They could use a win as well. We've got home run picks for tonight, as always, too. Our number two, every week we do the golf picks with Cam Stewart. We have the Wyndham Championship Coming up in Carolina this week, uh, last week of the regular season, on the PGA Tour schedule. next week, we get to the FedEx Cup playoffs and the St. Jude. So lots of guys right on the line to get in top seventy and cuts make it. We'll get the picks as always from me and Cam, the outrights, the top tens, twenties and forties, the first round leader bombs, all of it in an hour or two, and also the lion share with our man Davis Maddock uh, as he'll get his baseball plays for tonight. As well, we do welcome in all of our radio affiliates for El coast to coast on a Wednesday Carver High in for Scotty Sirius XM channel 159 sports byline mightier 1090 ESPN radio in sunny Southern California. It's great to have everybody with us here today uh, and then it's a football show uh, to go. I mean the rest of the way after we get done with Davis. I mean it's a football show all the way. To the finish, Uh, plenty of NFL. Looks like the Rams are going to shut down Cooper Cup. Not a good scene. We'll hear from Aaron Rodgers today saying he can handle New York. Uh, Maybe now you can. Wait till the real games start. Uh, And then we'll see. Got Sean Payton on Russell Wilson. So Sean Payton actually talking about his football team and not uh, how the team was coached last year. We'll hear from him. Bill Belichick on his quarterbacks. Uh, We've got Matt Eberflus today. And we had to play this today because Joe's here. And Joe is the biggest Justin Fields supporter that I know. Uh, so we'll hear flutes kind of wax poetic about how great Justin Fields is going to be this year. We'll get Joe's thoughts on it as well. We've got Josh McDaniels today, Mike McDaniel, Cowboys rookie Mazzie Smith. This guy's awesome. I can't wait to play this. He is glad that the pads are on. Uh, Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask neck and neck in the Tampa quarterback battle. Do you believe that? Really, Baker? You're going to lose the job to Kyle Trask? Are you kidding me here? Lots of NFL numbers as well. Most bet teams to make the playoffs. Most bet over so far for the win totals. Most bet unders. And college football, too, as huge uh, realignment stories out this afternoon that the Big Ten presidents are getting together to talk about Oregon and Washington to move to 18 and maybe even extending that to Cal and Stanford to move to 20. Joe can't wait for the games to start. He's tired of realignment talk, uh, that's for sure. Pharrell coast-to-coast on a Wednesday. Carver high in for Scotty. We're just getting going on the grid. We're back after this.
3: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
2: the slice of skates cutting across the ice but what about this one (laughs) that's the sound of all the sports you love all at once starting at $40 a month experience it all live with Sling Sling
4: every day our world gets a little more connected but a little further apart but then there are moments that remind us to be more human
1: And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Wednesday. Carver High in for Scotty right here on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio every Wednesday. I am always joined by the encyclopedia of college football. Of course, here and with me every weeknight on Sports Grid Radio at 10 p.m. East. Uh, of course, Carver and Lisi, very popular program uh, that you should be listening to every night. Uh, and that is, of course, the one, the only, the great Joe Lisi. Hi, Joe. How are you? Uh, doing
5: well. Wow. What, a, what an intro. I feel like I should salute you this, this afternoon, right? High and tight. You got a clean cut here for Coast to Coast. I love it. But I know that it's going to be a complete football show. I saw the recap and in terms of the intro. We got a lot to talk about in terms of realignment, college football on the horizon, and we have a little football kicking off on Thursday night. Nothing better, baby.
1: And I will say, Joe, because this is a story that's kind of just come out in the last hour, hour and a half. Me and you are going to spend a lot more time on it in the final hour. And that's the realignment that just, it really doesn't end. uh, And it's been ongoing here. I told you last night, I think it was on the radio show. I didn't think Oregon uh, and Washington would necessarily, not that they wouldn't want to go to the Big Ten. I didn't think the Big Ten was looking to take them right now. And clearly, that has completely changed. It sounds like, Joe. And I also always said to you, the Pac 12 will never close or shut down. You know, they'll lose some teams and they'll just pluck Mountain West teams and, you know, other teams to try to just fill the void. I think for the first time after reading this story this afternoon, I think maybe they legitimately could shut down. Like, you, if this all goes into play and Oregon and Washington and then potentially Cal and Stanford as well. And went and made the Big Ten 20. And then Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah go to the Big 12. That is a lot. Uh, that's it. What's left? Oregon State and Washington State, right, Joe? They have no teams left. They'd really they'd be nothing. The conference would be finished. I told you that. I've been telling you that for the last month. You've you been have. saying I'm
5: dead wrong. Me. I'm always right when it comes to college football. You know that. I told you that Klivakov made this deal in terms of the streaming is basically the OPAC-12 deal. Now, it sounds good for potentially for streaming in the future, but where where do these teams get rich and get fat right here, right now, over the next couple of years? When teams that just jumped to the Big 12, like UCF, Houston, BYU, Cincinnati, they're going to get $12 million more than what Klivakov put out there yesterday in terms of those great TV deal. What's he been doing for the last six months? They've been on life support. He did absolutely nothing. And it's Shark Week, baby. There's blood in the water, baby. Go for it. And Big Ten is right for trying to take all four of those teams right now. Uh,
1: They really—it's a wild situation, and I'm fascinated to see uh, how it all turns out. And the only reason they're taking Stanford and Cal uh, is because. They had all the legal issues with UCLA and Cal. They, they just want to get – because let's be honest, Cal in any sport been been existent forever. Uh, and even I know how you get on Stanford football all the time uh, also. That, that is just completely building a, an entire West division of the Big Ten uh, if you go and do that. that that's pretty much what, what they're trying to accomplish.
5: Right. I mean, the last time Cal was really relevant was the early part of the 2000s with big bad Aaron Rodgers, right? Marshawn Lynch, Deshaun Jackson. They still couldn't beat USC back then, but because they played them close, that's their rise to fame. At the end of the day, Justin Wilcox and that team are on life support anyway. Justin Wilcox is 17 and 37, basically, in the Pac-12. I mean, he's got a 300 winning percentage basically in the conference what are they looking to do at this point i mean come on garbage football right now
1: and if it happened they might have to take they wouldn't get full shares like usc and ucla are going to get uh starting next year it sounds like it would be like a maryland rutgers deal where they would get small slices that would eventually get bigger as the years go on but if i was those schools joe i don't think i would care about that considering the situation Uh, that they're dealing with uh, with Klevakoff right now in the Pac-12. They'd probably take those small slices of Big Ten money uh, and continue to move along their way. All right, we'll talk about that more later, Joe, and maybe we'll even get some more news on that uh, at some point during the show today. We have baseball going on right now. Uh, The Braves have finished off the Angels. Uh, They just beat up Giolito, homer after homer after homer. Uh, earlier down in Atlanta, so 12-5, a win there. Tigers are about to finish. Maybe not quite about to finish off. It's 6-2 Tigers, and the Pirates got the bases juiced in the bottom of the ninth. So uh, let's see if the Buccos uh, have a little life in them against the Tigers. Brewers are up 2-1. Nationals last licks for them. Guardians and Astros tied at deuces. And already, Joe, I was going to give you this uh, here. The Padres and the Rockies are... Uh, they were, you know, they just started about three minutes ago, and we have Nick Martinez and Kyle Freeland as the pitching matchup. Uh, San Diego was a big favorite on the road. There you see it there. But already, Joe, I mean, we couldn't even get through the first segment. And Hassan uh, Kim homers for San Diego to lead off bridges. the game, and they take a one nothing game. And you want to know why he did that, Joe? Yes. You Want to know why Kim uh, had to homer in the first inning? Yeah. Because, because you had him. Who who had him last night? Uh, okay. Who who bet Kim last night at six night. at plus six hundred? Uh, to Homer. I did. Uh, so nice. what do you, and I always say we do that. this every week. All the guys that don't hit on Tuesdays, they end up homering uh, on Wednesday. So we're going to have to look at some of these guys later on. This game's going to
5: be an <laughs> over now. The first two games were dead unders, right? They were, had the rain delay. They started about, what, two or three hours late. It was 1-1 in the yeah. fifth. Now watch, this will be the game that we get 20 to 12. we we'll 32 runs now in a day, day game. It's unbelievable how these teams I mean, they, play they out. Got,
1: they got over last night with some late Padre runs. So 8-5 was, was the final last night. I, yeah, but they still went over. Whether well, no, it was late or not, it. the game went over. You got to sweat it. All
5: those late-night games went over last well,
1: night, by the way. One 1-0, uh, and now in the bottom of the first, the Rockies get a leadoff double. Uh, so already one in for the Padres, and now the Rockies are already <laughs> uh, trying uh, to get on the board. So let's keep an eye there. Live totals at 12 and a half. Out in Colorado, uh, we have another game that is going to start, Joe, uh, coming up uh, in less than an hour. It's actually just after the top of the hour between the Sox and the Mariners. Cutter Crawford and Logan Gilbert uh, going to be the pitching matchup here. Mariners minus a buck twenty-five, Red Sox plus one hundred five, flat eight. The total in this one, Red Sox won last night. Um, I kind of like the Sox again this afternoon, Joe. Uh, no, nah, I'm,
5: I'm going to lay it with Seattle, but I think eight. I'm lay it. This game, this game had ten plus runs, right? Six four when we got off air last night. I think they go, Correct. and that total got down as low as six and a half uh, mid show. So I mean, look, eight. I know typically Seattle, you know, plays unders, but the fact that uh, the Red Sox were able to score some runs, I like Seattle tonight, but I do like the over yet again.
1: They've gone over the first two nights. They were seven and a half on Monday, and they got to eight runs. Uh, so they squeaked over it on Monday night as well. Uh, so we have all of that going on, plenty of live action. Uh, later, we'll do all the rest of tonight's games as well. Uh, we'll come back, though, Joe, and we'll start to get into some of the stuff from last night, including a no-hitter from Framber Valdez for the Astros. We've got some trade deadline stuff uh, that we have to go through as well. We'll hear from Scherzer. We'll hear from Brian Cashman. I, I thought it was real nice of Scherzer, Joe, I said in the open. I'm sure the Mets wanted him to go and uh, tell everybody their plan for the next three years. I mean, what was that about? Uh, having to go – how about a little, you know – I mean, they only He's gave better. you 80, 90, 100-plus million dollars. you think that they could have could have maybe kept the plan under wraps uh, that they were going to punt next year. Nice job by Scherzer. Uh, Pharrell coast-to-coast coast on a Wednesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty. We're just getting going on the grid. We'll come back. Keep rocking after this.
3: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid.
0: SportsGrid.com.
1: And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Wednesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Good to have you aboard with us today. Uh, Bet MGM. Has you set up, Uh, we've been telling you about this every day, the three-ball challenge. That's right. It's the stuff that golfers' dreams are made of. You and three guests could be teeing off at one of the most legendary courses if you top the ranks of their PGA three-ball challenge. Take your swing at this free-to-play challenge by revealing your roster of golfers for each week's tournament. The players with the best-performing golfers will snag awesome weekly prizes and also be entered for a shot to win the end-of-season grand prize. A foursome at TPC Sawgrass. Are you kidding me? Plus $3,000 in withdrawable bonus dollars to be used for travel, accommodations, and food and beverage. All you got to do is log into your BetMGM account. Go to the Promotions tab on your sports account to access the BetMGM 3-Ball Challenge. Spin up to three times to lock in your roster. One entry per customer is permitted. The BetMGM 3-Ball Challenge. Get involved. Uh, As sadly, the golf uh, coming to a close. At least for golf, never ends. To be fair, I mean, it's tournaments all year round. But the season itself uh, coming to a close in the next few weeks. Last week of the regular season, the Wyndham Championship in Carolina. Me and Cam will have uh, all the picks. The outrights, the top tens, twenties, etc. In the first round leader bombs coming up in our number two. On C to C. I know Joe's excited as well. Uh, I don't think he's betting Billy Horschel this week. Uh, he, he only bets Billy. See, this is how Joe is. He only bets Billy when it's 200 to 1. When Billy gets moved up to 60 to 1, that's not enough for Joe. Uh, probably that's win. Too much greed. He, he
6: probably, probably will win. win.
1: Sweet- uh, <laughs> he's actually, believe it or not, Joe, uh, he's on my card this week, but not to win. Uh, he's on top my card 10? for a top, top, 40. Uh, top 40. Top for me, 40 not Top
7: 40? 40?
5: Sixty to one. Ah, oh, you're gutless. Not only that, it's too that bad gutless? that the golf too bad that the golf is ending. Uh, it's very it's you know, too bad.
1: Well about like that. I said, it never really ends. The regular season's ending, then they have the three weeks of playoffs, week or two off, Ryder Cup. Then the fall yeah. schedule never really ends. That's uh, too bad. So the golf. too bad. Eh, no, I know. You know, know how I like the golf. Joe. I love the golf. I know. I know. I know. Uh, a lot of your favorites are in there this week. Big Bo Hostler at 60-1 to 1 also. You get Joe involved uh, with him. I need deeper uh, Ast- than that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You only bet guys 200-1. to 1. Guys who can't win, uh, basically, right. uh, is who you bet. The guys who can't win. Uh, Astros beat Cleveland. They're playing this afternoon 2-2, but we – we have to go back to last night's Astro game because it was a great day for them. They traded for Justin Verlander in the afternoon, and then they get a no-hitter at night from Framber Valdez, the final out on AT&T Sportsnet Southwest.
2: Looper, Pena, no-hitter for Fromber Valdez! The first lefty in franchise history to
4: throw a no-hitter!
1: There you Absolutely. go, Joe. Uh, nice. Can we get a little bit more there? I mean, come on. It's a no-hitter. Uh, can we get a little bit more juice, Joe? Honestly, uh, not something you see every day. Jack it up a little bit there. Uh, speaking of jacking it up a little bit, here is uh, Valdez's Cy Young odds. as They have now gone near to the top, Joe. He was 11-1 to uh, uh. before the no-hitter, uh. and now has moved up to plus 550. Cole's still the favorite. I'm going to give you all the numbers later. But I was surprised he had slipped that uh, far down. He had missed a couple starts. He was hurt. Uh, but the no-hitter uh, will always help things, Joe, moving you back up the numbers. And the ability for Houston to
5: win, right, Carver? I mean, now since they had that series with Texas, they're starting to find their mojo. And it's, it's, di- it's disconcerting for me because I don't have a ticket to win the World Series for the Strohs. I have any, everybody but the usual suspects. And now something tells me I should jump on them. I'll put it with a college football future potentially.
1: I mean, you, you do have – of course, you got to put it with the college football. You do have a ticket on, I think, everybody, like you said, except Braves, Dodgers, uh, Rays, Braves. and Astros. Right. And I, I think you have everybody except those four. You know, one of the four teams that have the best chance of winning. I don't think the Rays. I wouldn't put them in that conversation. But uh, all the best teams on the odds boards you have left to the side. Uh, You can still get in on the Astros. Put it with the golf uh, if you want to. No, you win the golf off Billy Ho? 60-1? to Uh, Hey, that'll that'll boost the price uh, for the Astros to win the World Series if you can get Horschel across the line. Uh, this Let me ask the you win. this. Why not, Joe?
5: Yes. The way Houston is playing, you think they're playing with momentum and they, they deserve to maybe potentially get a ticket? I mean, I, I would bet them now they're, what, 14 games over 500?
1: Unfortunately, they're getting healthy, and they just got Verlander back. Uh, the price is only going to go down, Joe. It's, all, it's only going to get smaller and smaller between now and October 1st. So... I'm gonna give you what the World Series number is here in a little bit. Uh, I don't think so it'll be that em. in two months. Let's I take think em. they're gonna win the AL West. And you were on I don't Texas. think they'll be the one.
5: You like Texas, you talked me out of that with with, with the Stros. We went Texas uh, and then and now they're playing with, with Heath. Well,
1: you have Texas, you kinda of do, but you don't. You know, you don't really you have Texas, but you have them with something else that has really no chance of LA winning. LA to so win really, the Natty. Yeah, I mean... Oh, uh, uh, okay. Y- you know, gonna uh, clip that. I'm going to send that to Baton Rouge this week. <laughs> said, said look, I just, you know, there are two things that, you know, both of them right, happening. Notre Dame to win, the, to get
5: into the playoff, like we mentioned, plus 750. Better, you're wearing you the Kelly put Green.
1: That, put that with Houston uh, to win the World right. Series. Why don't you put those two together? And you can even sprinkle, why don't you sprinkle in like, uh, you know, James Cook to have seven touchdowns for the Bills or something like that. You can sprinkle in one of your uh, off-the-wall NFL prop bets. Uh, It's like the third leg. 80-to-1,
5: rookie of the year.
1: You go go to the 80-to-1. You can't go with something that, you know, has actually got a shot. We've got to go to the 80-to-1 thing. Uh, The Mets were very active at the trade deadline. We mentioned Verlander to Houston. They also got rid of Max Scherzer, who we'll hear from in a moment, and several other spare parts. They played in Kansas City last night. Kind of a wild game. The Mets take the lead in the eighth. They give it back up. And then they go ahead, give it back up. And then tied in the tenth. Here we go. Bases loaded. Quite the Met way uh, to walk it off on Valley Sports Kansas City.
2: And he's thrown one wild pitch. And was that with the pitch clock?
1: No, not a pitch clock.
2: Getting down toward one. The umpires are going to have a chat about this.
6: Matt Quattrero is already out. What do we got?
2: Oh, yes! The Mets tried to claim that it was a pitch clock issue or a pitch calm issue.
1: Now, Joe, I'm sure you saw this, or at least a clip of this, uh, at some point. We were doing the show when this happened last night. You probably saw at least a clip of this this morning at some point during your travels uh, on social media. It was a balk. There's no doubt in my mind it was a balk. But once again, this goes back to all the dopey nonsense that they have put into Major League Baseball. The stupid pitch com in the guy's ear wasn't working and that's why he was standing there. And then the, the, the dopey clock is running out, and he st- come so that, so he's come on. So he so he flinched off of the mound. Now some would say, well, he should have just stood still and just took the you know took the the ball. That would have been better than getting a balk and the guy going home. But the dopey thing in his ear wasn't working. It just it's stupid, Joe. The whole th- I, I can't stupid. stand. Why do we need? Why do we need the pitch comm in the guy's ear? They're so worried well, about it's the same thing. Why do we play baseball p- for a hundred years without pitch comms in people's I'm ears? And why does Aaron Rodgers
5: stupid. and every elite quarterback need their coach in their ear? I mean, why do we need that in uh, football? Why is that necessary?
1: Well, look, uh, fine. In, I got no what problem happens with that.
5: That's not working. Do this. Why isn't he I got a bigger time? problem.
1: I got a bigger problem with this. I think it's the pitch nah. comm is nonsense. I think it's you stupid. just don't like it. But that's you just... just
5: don't like it. I'm I'm sort of happy that it happened to the Mets. How about that? Serves Cohen right for Yeah, well, because of all well, the bad mistakes he's made, this is another one They that to ripped out well, victory right there in the in the, the tenth is is deserving the way this team is played. So. Enough already. Just <laughs> stop.
1: <laughs> I know they've been in the football helmets for a long time. They've this this stupid pitchcom thing has only been around for a couple of years. The football helmets have been forever. It's just stupid, Joe. Uh, And you don't see a game end in the NFL because some guy's helmet wasn't working. Uh, They stop the game and make sure that they get it fixed, if anything, in the NFL. Baseball, they call a balk on the guy and the game ends. Stupid. I'm sure the Mets were thrilled with this also. Let's hear Scherzer. uh, I don't know if we got time with this. Let's hold, Joe, because we're too close to the break. We'll do Scherzer when we come back. Uh, Basically laying out the Mets' plans for the next few years. What a nice guy he is. He's bitter. Uh, (laughs) What is he bitter about? He gets paid either way, Joe. What is he so mad about? That's that's where you're wrong. Guys like
5: Verlander and Scherzer come to the Mets and the Yankees and all these marquee teams, not just for the money. They don't need the money. It's about winning championships. And Cohen and the Mets promised them they were going to do the best, and then now it's a complete dumpster fire. That's why.
1: I don't know what it th- is. I mean, come on, Joe. Uh, by the way, the Nationals walked off the Brewers in the bottom of the ninth. 3-2. Nats beat the Brewers. Alex Call, uh, fielder's choice, throwing error by Montesaro, uh for the Brewers, brought in a couple of runs. So 3-2. Bad loss for Milwaukee uh, at the end of that series in D.C. this afternoon. The other game still where they were. one nothing for San Diego. 2-2 Guardians and the Astros. For El Coast to Coast. On a Wednesday, Carver High, Joe Lisi and for Scotty. We will come back. We'll hear the Scherzer audio. we got Cashman as well, Santander, Grand Slams, and all more. We're back on The Grid right after this.
3: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on The Grid. SportsGrid.com welding
0: instructor alex DeClair knows vr training platforms like forge fx help students master their skills
1: there's a big learning curve with welding virtual reality simulates that exact
0: muscle memory that they need learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact
2: ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from sling the collide of football pads the squeak of shoes on a basketball court The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling.
4: Sling. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car or a house. It's the four wheels that get you where you're going and the four walls that welcome you home. When you combine auto and home insurance with Amica, we'll help protect it all. And the more you cover, the more you can save. Amica. Empathy is our best policy.
1: We're back for El Coast to Coast on a Wednesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty Sports Grid, Sports Grid Radio. Good to have everybody with us. Uh, all right, here we go with Scherzer, Joe. Now, I, I don't understand why. You, I, I think that this is honestly a just a jerk move by him. Um, he gets paid pl- a lot of money. He gets to go play for somebody who's got a chance to win this year. I don't know why he had to spill all the Mets company secrets uh, out the door while he did it. Uh, Here is Max Scherzer, uh, basically laying out the Mets plans for the next few years.
6: The team is now uh, kind of shifting vision and and that uh, they're looking to compete uh, now for 2025 and 2026. Uh, And that, um, you know, 2024, it was not going to be a reload situation uh, in New York and that it was going to be more of a transition um, in 2024. And... Uh, that they're, you know, we're looking to, um, you know, make decisions, you know, for, uh, to compete outside my contract window. Um, I said, okay, you know, that's a, you know, brand new, <laughs> brand news to me, uh, different than what I'd ever heard out of uh, Steve's mouth. I was like, all right, I got to hear this directly from Steve. So I had a phone call with Steve um, and he basically articulated the same uh, vantage point that that was the new vision for the Mets. Uh, and that was the new timeline that they were identifying and that um, you know, players that were under contract for uh, next year that they could be potentially sold off at the deadline right now and that the team could be really flipped around uh, at the deadline, you know, as we speak. Uh, and so once it became, you know, official, that's the division for the Mets, um, then I said, yes, I'd, I I will waive my uh, no trade clause underneath those under, underneath those pretenses.
1: Hmm. All right. Now, look, Joe, that, whatever. I mean, I, I just think that it's – a little too much to really get into the the blow by blow. Why not just sit up there and go? You know what? I talked to Steve, and you know they're they're going to do things a little bit differently. So uh, you know, for this year, I'm going to get out of there and I'm going to go to a contender. Why do you got to lay out the blow by blow? They're going to get rid of guys whose contracts run through 24, 25 at the earliest, maybe twenty six. I mean, they must have got so many calls from these crazy Met fans uh, in the New York area calling Uncle Stevie uh, yesterday after hearing Scherzer say all that. Uh, It's just, is the whole thing kind of ridiculous to begin with? They spent $400 million. Team sucked. They bought prospects here, which is what he told you they were going to do when he did his big press conference uh, at the bar top table a month ago, Joe, that we played. Remember, Stevie did the little uh, press conference with the the glass of water on the bar top uh, over there at City Field. He told you he was going to do this if things didn't change. Bought himself a couple of the best prospects from those teams by picking up the tab on these guys. But I don't think it was right for Scherzer to say uh, what their plans are for the next three years. I think that was too far.
5: Well, there's two ways to look at it, Carver. I mean, Scherzer said in, in that interview that he came there to potentially go on a winning team. And you said that he went to a winning team. But if the vision right. changed and Scherzer and, and, let's say, Verlander weren't going to be a part of it, then obviously, as veterans, they wanted to go and compete for not I, just a appearance. I got no problem with appearance. that. But but a World Series title. Okay, so then what's the problem? The fact that he
1: made it public? No, I have no problem with those guys wanting to get out. The team sucks. They're 40 years old. They want to win. That's fine. That's exactly what happened, and they can go and do that. My problem is him, after he getting traded, sitting down and laying out that the Mets basically plan on not trying the next two years. That's pretty much what he sat down and said.
5: But we're looking at it. We're looking at it. What if Scherzer was pissed off at at Cohen? What if he was upset? I mean, what well, if he it, wanted to screw him? That's exactly well, what he sh- did, and that's the way to do well, it. Then Scherzer's then Scherzer's a D. I mean, what do you want me to? I mean, right, then Scherzer's but that, a D. But that's, that, that's what it. I'm talking about, right? No, and I'm, it, there's two sides to every story. You're looking at it from the professional sense and saying, "Why did Scherzer do it?" And and outside of Scherzer's play, which was absolutely pathetic. I mean, he had one way to be out the door, right? But if they had that conversation, and let's say Scherzer got rubbed the wrong way because maybe Cohen and the organization lured him in when he signed a couple of years ago, at the end of the day, I mean, obviously things change. So if he wanted to screw the Mets, he did the best thing possible. He made it public so that no other free agent wants to go there for the next couple of years.
1: He screwed him enough with the way he pitched. Uh, the year and a half he uh, was well, on the that's team. What
5: I'm saying. He I screwed know. him enough with that. He, the he paycheck, didn't need to screw basically. him over. And, and, and you know,
1: I'm not I'm not a, a med fan. I'm not some jaded med fan upset uh, that he did this. I'm I'm not a med fan at all. I just think looking at it from the outside, I thought it was an awful move by him. I thought it was unnecessary. I thought it was uncalled for. But whatever, uh, it is what it is. He's off to Texas now. Uh, good luck to him. Uh, and the Rangers, uh, trying to take down the Rangers. Uh, speaking on the other side of town, the Yankees, they had their own adventures at the trade deadline. Uh, in the meantime, they can't beat the Rays uh, again, 5-2. to two. Carlos Rodon looked really good, Joe. In fact, uh, once again, a bunch of home runs he gave up, including this one to Randy Rosarena on Bally Sports Floor. And a
4: drive high and deep
3: to left, and that baby is gone. Home run off the bat of Randy Rosa Arena. <laughs> And he snaps that the streak with a two-run shot, and boy did he get into that one! Oh, boy.
1: <laughs> boy did he get into that one, Joe? Uh, look, uh, is what it is. Uh, Yankees now fifty-five and fifty-two. They are uh, eleven games out in the East, which they've been kind of consistently. They're now three and a half games out in the wild card. They did nothing at the trade deadline. I mean, they picked up these two milk carton middle reliever guys that I've never heard of before in my life. Nobody has. Uh, here is Brian Cashman, though. Joe, he claims, I guess because he always that the Yankees are still in it to win it, and you know the old well, we're getting some guys back, and that's like a trade, which he uses every single year, and it's frustrating as a Yankee fan. Here's Cashman.
7: Obviously, we're we're in it to win it. So you know, no, we you're not. Stayed the course. Uh, Because of that, uh, you know, obviously we've got Nestor coming back as well as Loisaga soon. Oh, sure. And and, we know that we have, you know, we have better baseball in us, although we haven't shown that and proven that. But we've got two more months to show that now. Um, So ultimately uh, reinforced a little bit of the pen, you know, with the Middleton acquisition. And uh, there was a designation assignment, you know, Last second out of Texas, so we grabbed Spencer Howard real quick, and off Granton. You know, certainly we you know, we were aggressively trying to do more. Um, Come on, and be open minded to a lot of things coming our way. But when the dust settled, this is obviously we stayed the course with what we had because we felt felt that given the options that were available coming our way, uh, per- or the options that we were unable like to secure. Um, this was the best play for us with the team we had. That uh, you know we still are not giving, change it. You know, this was the best play
1: for us. And, not change the team. Uh, that let's sucks. Try to find
7: a way to figure our way through it and, and get ourselves in and see what we can do if we can get there. Yeah. Oh,
1: sure. that's terrible. That is, that terrible. is terrible. You want to know what we call that, Joe? Let's just call gutless. it like it is. That was gutless. That was gutless right there. And what does he care? You want to know why? And, and I saw a couple people bring this up because it is amazing. They're still, like, the reason why Hal doesn't care, they still got 44,000 people there every night. People go, I <laughs> mean, they got 40,000-plus people at the Yankee game every night watching them. Why would Hal care? Okay, they Heine- so, keep pouring the Heinekens out in center field, Joe. It doesn't matter. You, Everybody's no, at the right. game. Nobody's
5: staying home. Yeah, but Judge Stupid. just came back. So all, all summer he hasn't been in that lineup. So he's come back. You got a little over. It no, doesn't just, matter. Wait. wait. But what I'm saying is, give it another week. Let me ask you this. There are three games over five hundred. As soon as they dip below five hundred, you won't it, they'll have twelve thousand there. And then House no Time will care. No?
1: no Late these, August These tickets no are all way. paid for. They're paid for. Nah. People, here's what it is. Joe, you gotta remember something. These sporting events now, especially in a place like New York all corporate. it's just it, it's that. And it's just a place to, you know, be seen. Nobody actually watches the game at Yankee games, Nick games, Ranger games. Now you go to all these places, no. nobody's watching the game. No, no, not watching the game.
5: Spike Lee no. is watching the Knicks. I mean, come wow. on now. You don't think J-Lo sure. and, and, you know, everyone else that goes there. Justin yeah. Bieber's not watching the Yankees play. Aaron Judge. John. They'll try again tonight. When he's in uh, there.
1: Uh, Pharrell, Pharrell's going to the game tonight. Uh, the Yankee game. They'll with watch Cole it. Against, uh against McClanahan. He, well... Yeah, he's also wow. gonna go get soft serve. He's gonna go get the Whoa. ice cream. Listen, there's a lot of things for you to do there. He said so himself yesterday. I got, I gotta go get a steak. I got, I got soft serve ice cream and a, and a helmet. You know, there's a lot of things on the menu for Pharrell when he goes to that game tonight. He has got a lot sausage of money to spend there. All
5: right. uh, well, you know what? Sandwich. They got good
1: sauce, good sausage and peppers uh, at the Yankee game. You can get that there, that's for sure. Uh, Phillies beat the Marlins again, three to one. Marlins. Had a lead in this game, got an absolutely fantastic performance out of Sandy Alcantara uh, against the Phillies last night. Unfortunately for them, their new closer, David Robertson, uh, who they got from the Mets less than a week ago, couldn't shut the door, Joe. And Nick Castellanos said hello on NBC Sports Philadelphia in the ninth. Two pitch. And oh, a high
4: yeah. fly ball to deep left field. De La Cruz going back. It is gone. Off the auxiliary scoreboard, a two-run home run for Castianos. The Phillies have taken the lead here in the top of the ninth inning. It's a three-one game.
1: Wow, Off the auxiliary. three to one, Phillies. Joe, Phillies back. Look out, here they come. I've done two. What are they? Eighteen you do to have one? The 19 well,
5: to one. Again, I got remember, them at
2: twenty-five.
1: You have uh, everyone, Joe except those four teams. You have uh, Toronto, you have the Angels, you have Philly, you have the Giants, you have the Padres. Who don't you Orioles. have? Orioles. Uh, to be fair. You have the Orioles of course, and you Big got King. Orioles. 30, we got the Orioles with the numbers. We got the 25. Orioles with the numbers were real good. Who? Yeah.
5: I got 25 Who and have? 33
1: to 1 on the Orioles? Yes. Okay, you see, you got the good numbers. You got the real big numbers for the Orioles, get so the that's Get the can nice. ready. Get uh, the can. Yes, get the, get the can ready. Speaking of the Orioles, doing damage again last night in Toronto. 13-3 over the Jays. Anthony Santander, grand salami on Masson. Full count, two outs, everybody goes. Powered a long way. This one is not coming. See where that landed? Mm. See where that landed, Joe? That was a shot uh from Santander as uh your Orioles just continue to get it done, Joe. They're your squad. That's the team you gotta be rooting the hardest for, right there. Oh, I am. I am them and the Giants, the land of Misfit Toys.
5: Those are the two teams I mean of Misfit Toys. <laughs> the island of Misfit Toys. What, the what's Francisco the difference? Stars. Land, island, it doesn't matter. I have them at thirty five different. One.
1: It's different. The Island of Misfit Toys. That's what we call the San Francisco Giants. Uh, Rangers, be- <laughs> Rangers beat the White Sox 2-0. Uh, Adalas Garcia, uh, really quickly, we rang the bell with him last night on Bally Sports Southwest.
5: So far tonight with a strikeout and a ground out, and he hammers that, ball
1: Out to left, it is
5: gone! Well, that was a rocket. Out into the left field bleachers, and it makes it 2-0 Rangers.
1: That's what we like to call, Joe, ding, ding uh, from yesterday with the tater time uh, for me and Scotty. Dallas Garcia uh, going yard for us uh, with the home run pick. So that's always good to see. We had a couple last night too. Uh, all right, Pharrell coast to coast on a Wednesday. Carver High, Joe Lisi in for Scotty. Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio will come back. Just a couple other things from last night, and then we will get into tonight's action in baseball. We're back after this. Show.
3: Um.
1: And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Wednesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Good to have you with us. Uh, the Astros, Joe, go ahead uh, of Cleveland now, three to two. Chaz McCormick's second homer of the game has given Houston the lead there, and Juan Soto. Has Homer. He had two last night, uh, has another one now this afternoon. 3-0 Padres in the bottom of the third out in Colorado. Uh, Cubs with a 20 spot last night against the Reds. 20-9, uh, to nine. that is a go for the two special right there uh, with the late night overs. <laughs> Cody Bellinger, one of several home runs for the Cubbies. This one broke the scoreboard on Marquis.
4: So two down, here's Bellinger, RBI single his first time, man at third. Swing and a high fly ball, right field, way back, look out, out of here, off the scoreboard. Holy cow, a belly bomb, and it's 7-2, Cubs with the lead, Belly with his 16th. Did he just damage the scoreboard? I believe he damaged the scoreboard. I think we got
1: some lights out out there. Lights are out. The belly bomb, Joe. Breaking the scoreboard out at Wrigley last night. Natural. Over. natural. Over. Natural. The... Over.
5: Over. That's it. He's the natural. Robert Redford, uh, you know, break it up. He's breaking the scoreboard. That's it.
1: Amazing. Uh, Giants beat the Diamondbacks 4-3 in 10 innings. They got a walk-off homer from Lamont Wade. The Dodgers beat the A's 7-3. to three. Vets had a homer uh, as the Dodgers broke that one open late. And the Red Sox did beat the Mariners. Verdugo had the two-run homer. They will start uh, in about 15 minutes, Joe. 10-15 minutes, uh, the game in Seattle between those two. So we'll keep our eyes on that. We will come back. I've got uh, World Series odds for you after the trade deadline. I've got some Cy Young odds. And then all of tonight's games. How many overs will Joe Lisi play? Uh, We will find out. Pharrell Coast to Coast.
4: And the more you cover, the more you can save. Amika. Empathy is our best policy.